Welcome to Get Out of Your Damn Way. Inspired by coaching conversations with high-performing women, we talk about what life looks like chasing dreams and reaching goals while preventing the bitchy inner mean girl from flying the plane. And now, here's your host, the inner mean girl whisperer, lifter of women, empowerment, and confidence coach, Dr. Amy Boyd. Hey, everyone. Amy here. Okay, before we get started, I have to confess, I recorded this episode three months ago, and it has taken me three months to have the courage to publish this episode, but I really wanted to share my story in hopes that it will help someone who may be struggling right now. So the title of this episode is One Year Sober, and I am going to just dive in. Hey, everyone. One year ago today, I was preparing for the first segment of leadership program that changed my life more than I could ever think possible. One of the rules of the program was that I could not drink alcohol for the first three days of the first training engagement. And I'll be honest, that rule made me doubt whether I could really proceed with the training. The truth is, while I wouldn't consider myself an alcoholic, I was a heavy drinker. I drank two to four glasses of wine almost every night to wind down. I always enjoyed alcohol in my 20s. It was how I socialized. Alcohol was at the centerpiece of any social event. And I used to get together with my friends for girls' night, and we'd consume multiple bottles of wine together. (laughs) At every family gathering, I would have signature cocktails and lots of wine and beer. And it was normal for me. It was as normal as just using a fork to eat with. (laughs) That's how normal it was. And I think it's changing a bit now. But when my 16-year-old was a baby, there was you know, this normalization of mommy's sippy cup being wine. And societies normalize the use of alcohol to get through a day, especially for moms. And my drinking was never really a problem, though, until grad school. And I really stepped up my drinking game when I was juggling all of the roles I had in life. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, a mom, a friend, a neighbor, a boss, an employee, I was working full time, picking up my son from childcare and then going to the gym. By the time I got home, I was exhausted. Add in that I was also in an accelerated master's program. So I was basically writing papers after already working a full day and spending some time with my family. And my inner mean girl used to use this full schedule as a great opportunity to remind me how incapable I was at all of the roles that I was juggling in life, that I was selfish for wanting to prioritize educating myself, that I was selfish for growing, for establishing goals for myself, and all of the bullshit that came with that. And wine used to be my friend with a whisper that reminded me, Amy, you've got this one step at a time. And the wine used to quiet the chaos that was going on in my head. I finished my master's in October, and then I started my doctorate program in January, just a few months later. Amplify the stress from grad school times 100 for my doctorate program, and that's the recipe for burnout, where really the only antidote that 
made me feel better was numbing. And I did that through drinking wine. And I remember coming home every day and pouring a glass. It was a way to decompress, to get some relief. I'm just going to pour myself a glass of wine. It was also a great opportunity for me to shut the inner mean girl who was telling me I wasn't doing enough. I'm a horrible mom, a horrible friend, a horrible student, a horrible wife, and I'm selfish for all the goals that I set, that I wasn't enough. The wine gave me a sense of quiet and a sense of peace, and I was there for it. I was there for the numb. I was there for the quiet. I was there for the peace. Now, there were 12 years in between my starting my master's program and finishing my doctorate. And I drank two to four glasses of wine for the first couple of years. And then when I was stuck in the drift, um, some of the darkest years of my life, I spent four years in the drift, not able to write a single sentence. Um, But I was still thinking about my dissertation. Uh, It was constantly on my mind. I was stressed out about it all the time. I just was paralyzed. So during those couple of years where I was stuck in the drift in the dissertation writing process, I amped up my numbing by switching from wine to Reposado and Añejo tequila. (laughs) That is my soulmate drink. I absolutely love tequila. And I drank it almost nightly for the rest of those years. And enter COVID, the global pandemic, and there were very few evenings that I remember of the pandemic where I was completely sober. I wasn't necessarily drunk. I knew and honored my limit, mostly. But I was there numbing myself. And when I was invited to this leadership training a year ago in March, Um, I thought I would try not drinking. And when I made it through that three-day training successfully, I thought I would just try for a few more days just to see for fun if I could make it a week without any alcohol. And I was so proud of myself that I thought if I could do it for a week, I could try for two weeks. And I just took it one week at a time. And before I knew it, one week turned into a whole month And after making it through the whole summer of 2022, last year, without alcohol, I went for the rest of the year. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to see if I can make it to 2023 without any alcohol. And the first couple months were tough. The first couple months were tough because I was feeling all of the feelings. One of the things that, um, for anyone sober curious, I thought I would share some of the ways that my life has improved over the past year. Number one is I didn't realize it at the time, but not only was I numbing myself from feeling stress and anxiety, but I was also numbing myself from being able to experience joy and elation. I didn't know what it was like to feel all the good feels because my baseline was numb. And that was something that I didn't realize. And so those first couple of months were tough. I got to feel all of the discomfort that I had been numbing myself from for years. But it was also incredibly rewarding because I experienced joy like I've never experienced joy before. So that is number one. And number two, I've up-leveled my entire life. I could not imagine getting up at 4 a.m. every day to be at the gym by five long term. I was too hungover. (laughs) I was tired. 
And I've been doing it for 15 months now. And not waking up with a hangover is such a gift. It makes me feel like anything is possible. Number three, I'm in the best shape and health of my entire life. Even though I'm not where I want to be with my weight, I'm stronger than I've ever been. I'm reaching physical milestones I didn't think were possible. And I'm training for obstacle course races. So I'm doing a lot of overhead obstacles, um, you know, doing the, the bars, like moving from bar to bar with my arms. I never thought I could do that. Number four, I've released 20 pounds and counting without dieting. I watch what I eat. I choose foods that fuel me. Giving up alcohol has been a game changer for me because it used to trigger me to binge eat crap. It lowered my inhibitions and it left me feeling constantly bloated. Number five, I feel like I've won the time lottery. I have so much time to do new things. I remember my husband and I would go to, uh, on the weekends, we would go to meet friends out for drinks at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And so I was pretty much done for the rest of the day. Now I'm painting, I'm reading, I'm writing. I am more present than I've ever been to my son, to my husband. Alcohol prevented me from being present. For me, It's also frequently exacerbated the voice of my inner mean girl, which could pull me out of any situation and into my head. And so that has been a huge gift. Number six is improved self-awareness. This has been both a blessing and a curse. I see a lot more of who I really am now. I see some things that I didn't see before that I get to work on but I'm seeing all of myself and I feel more connected to myself than I've ever been. And that has been a huge gift as well. Number seven is sleep is more nourishing. I'm not tossing and turning all night. Now I wake up feeling well-rested and with a clear mind and really excited for what's on my plate for that day. Number eight No more acid reflux. (laughs) I went from taking prescription strength Prilosec twice a day to it being completely gone. Alcohol used to completely wreck my acid reflux. So it was exacerbated by alcohol. So when I would go to bed at night, it was really hard for me to swallow. Um, I was constantly like having the, the burning sensation and it used to really affect my ability to go to sleep and stay asleep. And so so I went from taking the medication twice a day to I don't think I've even needed any of my medication <laughs> since I quit drinking alcohol. So that's a big win too. And that has been amazing for me. Number nine is that my skin looks more hydrated. I used to have flaky, dry, splotchy skin. I also looked puffy all the time, and I would have dark circles under my eyes, and I just overall didn't look super healthy. My face didn't look um, super healthy. So now I feel completely different. My face is more vibrant and glowy than it's ever been. And I just look really well-rested and well-hydrated. I recently sent um, some of my friends a picture, a before picture, before I gave up alcohol of my face and now uh, what my face looks like. And it is 
absolutely um, alarming <laughs> the way that my skin used to look. I just looked really dehydrated all the time. And I'm going to post a, a picture. I'll post that picture in our um, pod squad group, our private group. So if you're interested in seeing a, a picture of that, please feel free to join us. So here are some of the things that I'm still working through. Those were nine, I'd say nine ways that my life has significantly improved. If it's just me or if others experience this, please let me know if you've given up alcohol and also became like a sweets person. But since I quit drinking, I have a sweet tooth at night that it kind of took me by surprise. I've been finding healthier snacks without sugar to help curve cravings. Um, one of my former coworkers has a freeze-dried food business, and that's been fun. She has a lot of different fruits and healthier snack options. But I'll be honest, I still really crave like M&Ms. They're, they're like my, my go-to snack right now in the evenings. And I didn't expect that when I stopped drinking. I didn't expect to have a sweet tooth at night, but I do. Um, so that's it. There's only been two, there, there are only two areas that I'm really, that I, I feel are a little tougher parts of sobriety. And that's just like social awkwardness and the sweets. Um, but I feel like I've cracked, cracked it. My, my life doesn't revolve around alcohol any longer. I can look at the mirror and I feel so proud of myself my whole life until last year, I'd been a drinker. I thought it was just who I was. And I also thought it would be difficult, extremely difficult, if not impossible to change. And I haven't, I haven't had a drink since. And I feel like everything is possible now. Once I made it through the new year, once I made it into 2023 without any alcohol, I decided that 2023 is the year that I say yes to anything that scares the hell out of me. I'm participating in obstacle course races, physical competitions. I'm writing a book. I'm going through master coach certification with the Life Coach School, all while doing what I love and helping some of the most inspiring women I've ever met achieve their dreams. I'm going to do a separate podcast episode on that alone, that 2023 is the year I say yes to anything that scares the hell out of me. Because when I look at what I've done so far this year, I, it blows my mind. Now that I don't have alcohol as a ball and chain, I really do feel like anything's possible. And that is my predominant thought that makes me feel amazing right now. And I'm just getting started. If you want some help or if you're sober curious, please join our private community, the Get Out of Your Damn Way pod squad. I built a business around making women feel better through creating self-confidence, through doing scary ass things, and through setting and accomplishing big goals. So come out and hang with us. Thanks so much for joining me today and I will see you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Get Out of Your Damn Way podcast with Dr. Amy Boyd. For all the links and resources mentioned on today's show, bonus content, and to join our secret community, head over to getoutofyourdamnway.com. If you have a friend who would benefit from this episode, be kind and share. Until next time, keep taking inspired action toward those big dreams.